1: I can't stop laughing. I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo! Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know.
0: Preview in this episode, Risk, Babs, and MB wrapped up their discussions on the US Open one last time. <laughs> they also talked about COVID and how it affects school, the NFL, and other topics like fantasy football. Please listen and enjoy. How's everybody doing? We are Good. on the struggle
2: bus, we are struggling. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Me well, too. I had to do my food shopping today, so that you know that's always a struggle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate food shopping. I hate it. I keep asking, why do we need to eat?
2: I can tell you.
1: <laughs> part of
2: Maslow's hierarchy, we need food to survive. We haven't no, evolved so. beyond that yet. As I chew Bye. in your ear
1: why how's your new tv mb good good Hmm. are you gonna
2: watch the uh osaka azarenka match on it maybe maybe Maybe. yeah dang are you saying you're maybe not gonna watch it
3: if it gets interesting then i'll turn it on
2: how will you know? You have to watch it and see if he becomes interesting.
3: I'll probably have the TV on mute.
2: Gotcha. So, either of you watched the Medvedev team match?
3: I watched a little bit of it. Yep. I How watched... boring
2: was that? Oh, she... How what, boring? Oh my god. You can ask Jonathan. I'm like, what is wrong
1: with them? This is so boring. Do something. Is Stop doing I... back and forth. They have similar styles, although I thought Medvedev would have changed it up a little bit, but he didn't. That's just their style. That's the way they like to play. They just like to beat themselves down. It's pathetically
2: boring. I did not watch the whole match because it was pathetically boring. I agree. I will say I'm a little surprised that team beat Medvedev in three sets. I feel like that first set break where the chair ump wouldn't let him challenge the call which both the lines person and the chair ump got wrong oh I yeah i think that messed with him
1: that was weird And he that was
2: cracking me up with his dripping sarcasm i'm so sorry are we okay i'm so sorry and they said i mean and i'm like telling jonathan i hope they realize that chair ump is not good he should not be at the semifinals at a us open Oh, yeah. And then they showed that Medvedev had a run-in with him last year?
1: (laughs) No, you know, somebody (laughs) said to me, one of our good friends said to me, one of our good friends said to me, maybe it's because of the U.S. Open. They don't have good line and chair ump's. The chair ump's are all the same, but the people on the lines just are very different. And I'd like to also point out, so are the ball people. It's like they can't even, because they're not young. They're not, these people are like older people. They can't run <laughs> to get the ball. But I remember in the tournament leading up to the U.S. Open, was it? It was Cincinnati, correct? Yes. They had electric or line calls. They had it
2: here, too, except on Ashton Armstrong. Every other court that the U.S. Open was oh called my by Faka. I
1: saw it, but then I was like, what's going on? Why not on those two? That's weird to because me. Because
2: somehow they think it's better to let fallible, incompetent humans call the lines and make the players challenge it.
1: Oh, for the love It was ridiculous.
2: A couple of commentators <laughs> in the Medvedev team last night, match last night, at least one of them was like, and that will be the end of that. Like, because... The call that the chair ump wouldn't let Medvedev challenge, the ball was out. The serve was out. So the lines person was wrong for not calling it out, and the chair ump was wrong for not correcting the call. Sounds like drama. It is drama, MB. You're absolutely right. And there is already so much drama in the world. Leave it out of tennis.
1: Okay, I just want an update, a relevant update. There are three or four boys under the age of 10 sitting in the middle of the street, uh, my street, looking up. And I don't know what they're looking at. (laughs) 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 Okey doke. (laughs) I walk, because what I'm doing is I'm sitting in my front, I call it the useless room. Correct. sitting here and I'm looking out the window and I can see them all sitting down. I'm like, what are they doing
2: in the middle um, of the street?
1: In the middle of the street, not on the curb, in the middle of the street.
2: And as we know, yours is a street where people do sometimes drive down a little faster than one would hope. Yes. I wonder if those are the covid spreaders, the covid spreading kids.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, Funny you should ask, when we when we get off of this podcast, I can I can fill you in because I was with MB's mom this morning. Yes,
2: playing tennis. Yeah. I got the tennis
1: update that my friend MB's mom had exercised playing tennis. Yep. I was playing with her and then I was playing with my next door neighbor. She was, was this just for
2: fun or was this yeah. like a okay.
1: Because we all have a match together. Your next to- door neighbor that had COVID? No. Okay. No, oh, she does not. She was out of town when all this happened. As a matter of fact, but, right. But she filled us in because she re- she hangs out with all those neighbors, like and. But she wasn't at the COVID spreading party. <laughs> but they all want. But here's the thing: they all wanted to hang out in the street and do some social distance drinking, and she was like, uh, "No, <laughs> no thanks." Thank in you the said street. Something.
2: In the street is not where you're legally supposed to do that. If you're blocking traffic, but
1: You shouldn't be in your driveway knowing drinking, knowing full well that your neighbors have COVID is all I'm saying.
2: I completely, completely <sighs> understand and believe that I agree. I agree
3: with you too. <laughs>
1: Call me crazy, but I mean, and the more I read about it, the more I get to understanding that. Yeah, we have a general idea of what this virus is capable of, capable of but nobody knows how hard they're going to get hit until they are. So, I mean, my neighbors who have it or had it are playing it down like, that's eh, no big deal. It's like having a cold. And I'm like, I don't know, those headaches that they're getting sound pretty bad to me.
2: And listen, people, we as we have seen, people have a variety of symptoms and their cases range, in degree of severity, but the thing is, I think what we've seen is nobody can count on being a lucky one, right, and catching a mild case. You might think, okay, I'm a healthy person. I don't have any pre-existing conditions. Um, you know, if I catch it, it'll probably be mild. And you may be right, but is it worth the risk? If no. you're, if you're not, I mean, that's a personal no. choice. I would say no. But I say
1: original, no to. <laughs> the original person who had it who spread it was asymptomatic.
2: Well, and that's like that's I know and that's, that's the failure. That's the failure of contact tracing and not enough testing, right? Because Right. Like that asymptomatic carrier clearly got it from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and that somebody either one didn't tell that person or Two, um, the person was told and just didn't find it serious enough to get tested. Or three, and this is the unknown variable I'll say, which they'll never really probably be able to trace, but how much is, how many degrees of asymptomatic are typical before you infect someone who becomes symptomatic? So let's say that person was asymptomatic, maybe the person that infected that person was asymptomatic, like How, you know, how far does it go? So, but I don't know. I don't know. MB, what's a roundup of topics you have for us? Let's talk about school. All right, lay it on us because you are the only person of the three of us that is actually in school. I got to find the document. Oh, by document, do you mean the Fulton County Schools Bible of Face-to-Face Instruction, I'll call it? Yes. All right. That's good. And of course, for all our listeners, as you know, MB is in school and also Rissa's son is in Fulton County Public Schools as well. I bring the...
1: Private Alternative
2: scheduled private school perspective, which is obviously different, but
1: Right. So, I mean, what it comes down to is they're still going to go through phases, but it's, I think it's kind of weird. It's like One week, it'll be 180 minutes for, uh, I think it's next week, or they already started that the um, uh, What is it? The kids with uh, disabilities, they'll do the. They'll do their first week for 180 minutes a week and then the second week they'll or whatever they'll two weeks from then they'll start phasing in the high school kids or grades uh I forgot what it was eight to 12 or whatever grades, three to 12 or something they'll do by last name only so you'll get certain instruction by your last name for so many minutes a week and it'll be two days a week.
2: Now is the is the synchronous online learning still happening for everyone else while this is ongoing?
3: I so, mean,
1: yes. So that's so there, the people, let's see, I'll just break it down from kids who with their last names who start from A to L will be in school, and then the other kids will be at home learning uh, via computer. Um, so that's interesting, but I just I, I just I'm waiting to find out if they're still going to give us a choice because I don't, given how many kids uh, teachers I don't I did, I was again I wasn't paying but it's I think nine kid nine teachers countrywide have have died of the 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 virus. So my it's thought nice, is countrywide is not a large number. Not a large number, but my concern is, as they go back to school, a lot of kids will have it, uh, and again, be asymptomatic, and potentially giving it to teachers with health conditions. Well, this is
2: always a risk, but I wonder how many teachers actually have health conditions? I mean, we don't know, but I would think it would be a minority, but I don't know.
1: If I'm given the choice, and then I can send them back to school, After the winter break, I might just do that because he's not hot and heavy to go, and I don't. I'm not right. I don't know how. He's fine, and his his sports don't take place right now. They take place in the spring, so it's fine.
2: Well, it is interesting because I just assumed that they would continue to give a choice, but yeah, maybe as of October 14th, when they're like, "We're back in person," you're back in person.
1: Right, and so we're waiting for that because I'm on a couple of threads on Facebook that where the people on top of that and they listen for this information. So I just read the threads and, and try and stay in the loop.
2: Interesting. So what about you, MB? What are your what are your thoughts or your? You want rec- to
3: stay home? Told you.
2: No, he said he, last time we asked you said you wanted to go back and see your friends,
3: right? I've changed my mind. I want to stay home. Really? Okay, yeah. why?
2: Why do you want to stay at home?
3: Yeah, because I get to walk from my bedroom to my desk.
2: Yeah, I like that. I, I like am. That. I, I respect that. I am curious, too, because so my my Naomi, you know, she's a senior like you, Michael, and she starts back in person on Tuesday. She had a choice uh, at her sp- small private school 70. This administration told us 75% of the students have chosen to come back in person and twenty five percent have chosen to remain virtual. their commitment is only until October eighth they're going back in stages as well, so this coming week, um grades five, six, and twelve get to go back. Then I think it's seven nine, eleven or something like that, and then it's like eight, ten, something, but all I know is. Naomi goes back on the 15th and Vivian doesn't get to go back until the 29th.
1: That's weird. So they're starting with the higher rates and then going down the lower so rates? They're
2: starting with the bookends because 5th and 6th, 5th, 6th, and 12th go back first. Oh. And 5th and 6th are in one building and 12th are in the other two buildings. So 5th and 6th will be, you know, in closer quarters, but for the first week anyway, which again is only three half days. Um, is their normal schedule. Only the 12th graders will be milling about. And that's probably somewhere between 30 and 40 kids. And Naomi has some pretty small classes. Like her second period is only six kids, I think.
3: Um,
2: They just have smaller class sizes. But as a result, they have smaller classrooms. So masks are required. They can't, because they can't, they don't have enough space to put kids six feet apart. Right so so we shall see but all right so interesting so kind of a change MB now wants to stay home i'm wondering sorry my original point here was i'm wondering if naomi's going to be like forget it they're making me log all my books back and forth there are still kids online at home i'm just going to stay online until everybody has to go back 100 percent in person
1: and you know i don't blame people for our kids for wanting to be like that but- that's going to make
2: it really hard for some of them to go back in person. Right, right, right. One day, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, so yeah. All right. Well, what do your parents say, MB? I mean, if you're allowed to stay home, are you going to? Like, if the school offers continues to offer that, or yeah. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, so I guess I'd be really curious. I'm surprised that they didn't kind of explain that in their plan, but.
1: Yeah, well, I knew that they would change things up as things happen.
2: Yeah, I guess I just thought maybe since schools were, public schools were currently making synchronous online learning work, which can you tell, are your teachers teaching from the classroom or are they teaching it from their
3: homes? My teachers are teaching from the school, yeah.
1: So I think those are, or, and not unless there's something going on, but for the most part, uh, August's t- uh, teachers have been teaching from school.
3: Right,
2: unless they had to be quarantined because they were exposed or a family member maybe, and then they might teach from home. But see, to me, that's interesting. If you If it's set up such that the teachers can teach at home, I mean, sorry, can teach at school and there can be students at home, Then you would think they could continue that for the whole year and the students that want to come in person come in person and the students that want to stay at home stay at home. But I'll see because I'm not sure my girls school is going to do a good job with it. Like right now, I feel like they're going to be basically going back face to face is basically like, okay, I'm doing virtual school in this classroom now instead of my bedroom. Right. Like that's how our school is making me feel which I think is a little bit ridiculous since obviously the clear majority of people at my school want to be back in person. So you should be catering to making that experience work. Yeah, Like my girls are still going to have to bring their laptops to school and take their tests on their laptops because the teachers don't want to collect paper from the students, which makes me think that they're not smart enough to be teachers because nobody's going to catch COVID from a piece of paper. Sorry, not sorry.
1: You know what? That is all. That is all. all. However, everybody has a level of risk tolerance, as you always say. That's true. You might not want to touch the paper.
2: So basically
1: what I'm saying is the teachers
2: at my school are afraid of paper. (laughs) Students sit there in the classroom with them, but no paper. That's. (laughs) (laughs) That's the knife's edge. That's the tipping point. That's what's going to give them COVID. But you
1: know what? Maybe we shouldn't be using all that paper anyway.
2: I respect that. But as we know, everybody has different learning and testing abilities and preferences. And for some kids, they will do worse having to sit there and type on their computer than if they can handwrite it out. It's less of a kinetic experience if you're a kinetic learner. But that's...
1: Friend is. I mean, we've been going at this now for how many years since computers have kind of been invented, so.
2: Well, true, but I mean, they've never been prevalent in the, the elementary, secondary school system. Maybe more students bring laptops to college, but like even when I was in college, I definitely did not plug a laptop around with me to classes. Grad school, yes, I probably did. Um, and law school, you know, even by then, I'm so old, but even by then, you know, computers are pretty prevalent. Um, but I will say, you know, the majority of us took notes by hand. We didn't bring our laptops with us. And I, I never, I don't think I ever took, well, maybe eventually I did, but I wouldn't even take my um, law school exams on laptop because I was so paranoid that something would happen. I never took oh, a yeah. exam on a laptop because I just don't trust computers.
1: <laughs> oh, I can see that. For the important
2: things, right? How do you not trust computers? Because they freeze, they turn off, they do things, they do. and they're the way the government spies on us, as we all know.
1: Yeah, because they're worried about
2: that, you know, test. I no, I was literally just reading an article this morning about um, how there's actually a court. I didn't even know there this. There's this court. It's the FISA court, and it has been um, all right. It's the United States Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. And it has been around for a long time. And I literally heard of it this morning. It was authorized under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978 to oversee requests for surveillance warrants against foreign spies inside the United States by federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. Um, And it was talking about how basically these warrants or warrantless wiretapping and we, you, me, and MB, are being swept up in this. And yeah. we don't even know it. They're reading our
1: emails.
2: They're going to come after us and think we're terrorists. How did you
1: not know that?
2: That there was a whole special court? Yeah. You, you're you telling me you knew about that court?
3: I kind of did, yeah.
1: That
2: specialized court, I don't believe you. You might know that courts were handling that, but you would have to give me some serious, like, Explanatory proof. all oh, the no, NSA. No, that's not it. I'm asking, what is the court that was established under the Foreign Intelligence? I don't know
1: about the court. I'll admit I'm that, but I that. know, but I know that's that was fine. well established long yes. ago. Well, yes, if the government is spying on us, yes, yes. yes.
2: you got off track. Entire court dedicated just to trying to make the government spy on us legally, right. which would be getting a warrant. Versus spying on us
1: illegally. That's awesome. So then it begs the question, if somebody is spying on you and they find something, they need a warrant. You could prove it. No.
2: No, they've already, according to this, these warrantless wiretaps, they've already got the information they need. And that should be fruit of the
1: poisonous tree.
2: And it is not.
1: You see, this Not is why summer. I wish I wish our listeners could see my face right now. I'm going. Oh, I wish they could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so to had a point. We went, school time to wireless. We went, we went way off track because because of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, serenity now. Oh my gosh. We got off track
3: by talking about courts and stuff. That's right. Yeah,
1: now we got to move on. So we're past school. What else are we talking about?
3: What else we got, Andy? The NFL.
1: Oh, right. Of course. Of course. I'll be watching tomorrow afternoon. I want tennis forever. (laughs) My. Getting it. There's another like
2: what three weeks of tennis starting tomorrow or Monday?
1: Yeah, but my cowboys don't start until Thursday, I don't think. So I gotta wait a whole another week.
2: No, no, no. They have to they have to play in week one. They might be Thursdays, week oh, two. Oh, it might but be tomorrow at seven. I
1: think they have a seven o'clock game. I mean
2: the eight o'clock game? There is no such thing as a seven o'clock game.
3: My Seahawks are taking on the Falcons. Ooh, let's
2: see. Dallas Cowboys are tomorrow at eight twenty. Yeah, there you go. Our Seahawks are 429. Same as my my secondary team, the Tom Brady Tampa Buccaneers. Yes. So weird. So weird. I drafted my uh, fantasy football team on Tuesday because we decided to move forward even without knowing whether, you know, there'll be a complete season. Uh, There's only eight teams, which left a lot of players to draft but I've never even heard of some of my players. Tell me. Uh, picks for,
3: any I, picks for the Super Bowl?
2: Well, wait, not yet, because of course, well, OK. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be the Patriots versus the Buccaneers, but uh, I, don't, I don't know what the I don't know what Vegas can I lines
1: puke are. Now? What? Can I puke now?
2: And if you want, you're at your own home. Puke all over yourself and your own stuff. No problem to me. Can't puke smell it. I'm to
1: your house. And I'm puking on your front steps.
2: Good luck, nothing a hose can't wash down.
1: All right, all right. <laughs>
2: well, we know the Cowboys ain't gonna be in the Super Bowl because Jerry don't Jones- don't know a- anything. I know that. That team is a hot mess. And they should never ever again be called America's team. Except always. actually in the hot mess, they're a fitting team. Why
1: that. are they a hot mess?
2: They stink. They always underperform. But they're always in the playoffs. That's not a bad deal. Because team. they're they are perhaps in the weakest division in football. Like I think people actually have won that division with a losing record. That's how pathetic it is.
3: Whatever. <laughs> Can we not argue?
1: We have I to. Don't know. It's it's what we do. Football's yes. very
3: inflammatory.
2: <laughs> what about you, MB? Do you have any thought other thoughts you want to share on football?
3: Hopefully. Hopefully the Seahawks can make it back to the playoffs. They've made it they made it the past few seasons and they keep they keep losing really early in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I feel like the Seahawks are usually always a solid bet to make the playoffs. Um but, but right. they
3: but, the, but if they face a hard team they always seem to lose.
1: Yeah.
2: yep. Unlike hey, my I'm Patriots hit. who usually win, but, you know. I'll be
1: back in a second. I have to go get an ice pack.
2: Oh, intriguing. You know <laughs> what I call that, MB? I call that too much tennis. Here, let's so I, see call,
3: if... I call it suspense. <laughs>
2: suspense. All right, let's see if there's any actual picks yet. All right, according to Sports Illustrated, the 2020 NFL predictions, Super Bowl... Gosh, Super Bowl 55 already. Let's see. The 2020 season is finally here. Will the Chiefs repeat as Super Bowl champions? Will Lamar Jackson follow his breakthrough MVP season with a ring? Will Tom Brady's new team outperform his old team? Will Russell Wilson finally win an MVP? Oh, God. All right. Now they want me to look at the staff predictions. I just want high level. High level. I don't even know who Albert Breer is. Very confused. He thinks the Super Bowl apparently is going to be. Thinks the Ravens are going to beat the Saints in the Super Bowl.
3: No, here's my prediction: the Buccaneers versus the <laughs> versus the Patriots.
2: Oh, Michael, that's why you're my favorite. That's exactly. But then, who do you think is going to win? I have to. I have to root for Tom. He'll talking- be around forever, but he won't be.
3: What do you think about Cam, Newton's, Cam you know, Newtons? That's gonna be weird,
2: man. Weird, weird, weird. We'll see if he can change his personality. His person, his public personality, is not a fit for the New England Patriots.
3: He's too self-centered. Like now. Too my question is, why did the Patriots get him if he's not a perfect fit?
2: Um, because they were desperate and they're. Choices were pathetic. Stidham is not ready to be a full-time starting quarterback. And, uh, you know, their backup is just a journeyman backup. He's not going to consistently win games for them, is my opinion, anyway. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, actually, honestly, Cam is lucky to play on the Patriots. If anything, maybe it will put him – in a position where the back end of his career, which let's face it, he is on, he's 31. So he's not old, but he's no Tom Brady. He ain't going to be playing at, you know, 43. Um, So my opinion, when you're an NFL quarterback, you're on the back end of your career. And I mean, I guess you could argue the fact that he's won a super bowl, puts him in a league separate from a number of quarterbacks who never even won one, but I think Cam Newton still has to make his case for being entered into the Hall of Fame. And if he performs well with the Patriots, that'll go a long way. I don't think he's there yet. Ooh, Ooh wait, did I just find some expert that thinks your Cowboys are going to win? Oh, nope, sorry, that's the Colts. Oh. <laughs> sorry, risk. Gosh, oh, who's okay. very grambling that would pick the Colts? What the heck? It does seem like a lot of these people, whoever they are, are picking the Chiefs to repeat. Somebody picked the Packers. Somebody picked the Colts. Why would
3: somebody pick the Packers if they haven't been to a Super Bowl in forever? They have a new quarterback. Who's their quarterback?
2: No, it's still Aaron Rodgers. They drafted um, a new guy, but that's like Rodgers' replacement eventually. Yeah, but, you know, Aaron, it's kind of interesting Aaron, to me. The Packers are like your Seahawks. They make it into the playoffs, and they lose early.
3: Yes. I yeah. get so frustrated. I get so frustrated when they lose. It's like, will you just stay in the playoffs? Can you win at least one game for us?
2: Come on. Yes. All right, wait, let's see here. um, This is USA Today. All right, I don't know that they have any expertise here, but they do say your Cowboys are going to win the NFC East, Marissa. See, I told you. (laughs) <laughs> but here it says, it seems like every year we overvalue the Cowboys and they end up disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They're it's true. like, well, let's do it again. Jason Garrett and his conservative ways are gone, and he's been replaced by Mike McCarthy, who's not afraid to go for it on fourth down or call a first down pass. That should help a fair bit. And yep. with Philadelphia already banged up, it's a yearly tradition at this point. And the Giants in Washington fighting over who has the worst roster, the Cowboys should stroll to a division crown. Reaffirming my point that they're the worst division in baseball, uh, baseball, and football. So <laughs> that's how I even think. <laughs> no,
1: I think the worst division is, well, I mean, um, I would always say it's the Jets, but.
2: You mean the dominant AFC East Patriots? Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're the worst division. Any division the Patriots are in will never be considered the worst well, division. Oh, you've
1: got the Jets in that division. Who else is in that division? Miami? Who Let's else? see.
2: Miami. Which the Bills made it to the playoffs last year, so
3: it goes, it goes, it goes Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the Jets. In what order? Goes Buffalo first. No, no, no! You're saying they're the best. I I don't know. I'm just. (laughs) Are you going alphabetical? (laughs) I'm going alphabetical. Okay. Buffalo, the Miami, and the New England, and then. The New York Jets. The Jets and the Dolphins regularly buy
2: for the worst team in the division. And the Bills, you know, the Bills have been giving a Patriots, the Patriots a run for their money in the last couple of years. But anyway, these people think the Cowboys will win the NFC East. The Vikings will win the NFC North. The Saints, what about my Seahawks? I know, hang on. The West, they do think the Seahawks will win. And they said, look, both the 49ers and Seahawks are due for some regression after enjoying a fair bit of luck in 2019. Regression? The the has Russell Wilson. And this is also the most talent Wilson has had to work with in, well, maybe ever. Like Seattle's front office, I'm just going to ignore the non-existent pass rush and focus on the secondary that might not be the Legion of Boom, but is the closest Seattle will ever get. San Francisco will still be a very good team and one that makes the playoffs but it will have to settle for second place
3: what do they mean regression i don't agree with them you don't agree no i don't agree
2: i guess they're saying they're not as good as one might think they are and i can understand why you would disagree i disagree completely you are on the record as disagreeing Let's see. The five seed, which is the wild card they predict, will be Tom Brady's Buccaneers. They said, barring a complete collapse by Tom Brady, possible given his age. Oh, boo hiss. There's just too much talent on the roster for the team to fail. Well, that's the ultimate sports jinx. And then they think the (laughs) 39ers will be the six seed, and the Eagles will be the seven seed.
3: I think the the NFL is is allowing a 14-team playoff format. I year. guess they
2: are. Yes, that answers my question. I'm like, there's a seven se- seventh seed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that answers your question.
2: It does? Uh, they are also still predicting the Patriots will win the East, AFC East. The Ravens will win the AFC North. The Colts will win the AFC South. And the Chiefs will win the AFC West. And the wildcards will be the Steelers, the Bills. The Steelers. Huh? But they think that. Oh, they think Michael that the Saints are still going to beat your Seahawks. No, I,
3: <laughs> I I disagree again. But in the
2: NFC Championship, that means that the Seahawks at least had to win one game to get there, right? Yeah, <laughs> I disagree. And I respect that. I respect that. Ooh, they also think the Ravens are going to beat the Saints in the Super Bowl. What the heck? Are, are they just? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like these people. They do think Russell Russell Wilson is finally going to be the MVP.
3: He it's better to be.
2: the win 12 games. Russell Wilson is going to have a big year. And if Wilson has a big year, the media will right a wrong and finally give him an MVP award. They think Bill Belichick is going to be the coach of the year with the Patriots. Drew Brees is going to be the offensive player of the year. And they think Miles Garrett with the Browns is going to be the defensive
3: the, the, player. Ugh, the Browns.
2: Shot in the dark here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh that. my gosh. Yep. Well, big day tomorrow. We've got NFL football, if you care. We've got the Zverev team. Uh,
3: U.S. I'll be watching that match. God, I don't know that if what I can. Uh, let what? me see.
1: Let yeah, me I see. Remember. I hope so, because I got a tennis match. I got to play co- quick so I can come home. Let me... Oh my gosh.
2: Is that your acknowledgement that you're on a Thursday and a Sunday tennis team?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: I hate that.
3: Let's see.
1: <laughs>
3: Let's see. Tom- tomorrow? Let-
1: <laughs> it's all good stuff, man.
3: It's all good stuff.
1: It's all good stuff, man. Is it? And I'm playing with my neighbor tomorrow, so that's exciting.
3: What time is that match? I'm trying to look.
2: I have no idea. I mean, like, Today, the women's match is at... Why is
3: it starting at four? Why couldn't it start
2: earlier? Well, we don't want it to start earlier. It would have interfered with our podcast. Yeah,
3: yeah, true.
2: But um, it's. I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with the programming on ESPN or whatnot.
3: Let's um, see. But,
2: but yeah, I assume maybe they'll start at four or I don't know, nighttime, seven. I have no idea. Huh.
3: Okay,
1: well...
3: Have you heard about the wildfires in California?
1: Yeah, it makes me sad. No, know several people out there right now, so I'm just, it's its just sad. It's bad and it's sad. Yes. I'm worried about their safety. There's a lot going on there. And the picture's coming out of there, I mean, I'm not even talking about people uh, the news. I'm talking about people who are sharing their pictures uh, via Facebook and and social media. It's just it's crazy. The, the sky is orange.
3: I know what time the Dominic team matches. What is it? Four o'clock. All right. As to, as today as today's matches are so at four. Yep.
1: Oh, I gotta go and get ready for
3: that.
1: I gotta see Azarenka win.
2: All right. Since I literally don't care about the match at all, since Serena isn't in it, I will hope that the two of you, who I believe are both rooting for Azarenka, is that correct? Yes. I hope I'm not you- planning to watch. I hope you get to- I hope you get what you wish for.
1: Well, you know what? The only reason why I'm wish- i wish, you know, I hope she wins, is because it's like I wanted Serena to win, but whoever beat her, I want them to take keep going. You know. What I saying? understand
2: what you're saying to prove that they're. Better. She's still better than the other person.
3: Right, right, right. Serena's playing in the French Open.
2: I know, we'll see about that. I'm gonna be curious if she changes her mind. And I'm given how France just recently, like within the last week, I believe, had the highest number of COVID cases it's ever had, highest number of positive cases going back to when testing first started. And the fact that the French Open does not have a bubble. And is letting fans in. I would think. Whoa! So. I didn't know that. That's where it is right now. I mean, they might have to change going forward. But on Friday, and I've not followed up this research, but on Friday, um, you know, the leaders in France were getting together to discuss imposing, you know, stricter lockdown measures again because of the spike that, in particular, Paris is having. Right. And having been to the French Open, personally, I will tell you, I would think that as goes Paris, so goes the French Open.
3: I mean, it's. France added added 10,000 new cases today.
2: That's even worse than the record breaking 9,000 something of a week ago. So. We'll see. I think Serena will go if the French Open capitulates and models the US Open's bubble somehow, which it may be too late for them to do that. Um, but I'd just be really surprised if she'd want to put herself in that, at that level of risk. Right, right. But we shall see. But all right, we should probably head off to get ready, because we know at least one of us is going to watch that match, that one person being. Marissa. Let's see. What will I be doing? Yeah, what will shower? you be doing? Can I shower. I haven't showered yet today. I had... No, that's oh. a lie. Oh, my God. How can I? I have to shower again because I was sitting outside in the sun sweating for like an hour and a half.
1: Yeah, it's really humid out. I mean, we played this morning for just a little over an hour. Um, And the reason why we played this morning was because for some reason, I don't know what the thought was, but um. We added some people to our team this season. And rather than stick, like, me and um, MB's mom, we normally play tennis together. We're good partners together. You would think they'd stick us together, but they didn't. They split us up and put us with two new partners, and I was shocked by that. So we played with our new partners this morning just so we'd all get a feel for it.
2: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: All righty. and wait a second. Was Jonathan playing
2: this morning? No, no, he wasn't on the tennis courts this morning. He had a is lot he of he had a lot of driving on? responsibilities. Sorry, what? Is is he
1: on that team or no?
2: He is on a team. I don't know. Because he might one. Yeah, that's probably the team he's on. He literally, I didn't let him put himself in the lineup today because he had too many driving responsibilities this morning. That gotcha. I could not. I could not. Assist with because Naomi and I had our semi-private training session at the gym at eleven. So oh, gotcha. Yeah, it just wasn't gonna work. But I'm yeah, struggling. So the TV's on you'll you'll see him out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, saw the rest of the guys out there this morning. That's why I was wondering if he was up there, but I didn't see his car. So
3: yeah, I, I, I did go for a walk this morning.
2: Ah, good job. So wait, so What's we all exercise. Man,
3: oh, man. I'm going right. to go put my legs up in my bed and just go for a nap. That
2: sounds oh, yeah. like an excellent idea.
1: I oh, yeah. love it.
0: Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at a podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at A wit Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.